This is the Brabant Bulletin brought to you by the European Brabant Registry of America, where people, passion, and preservation are our mission. I am your host for today, Stacy, and I'm here to talk to you about PSSM in Brabant. This was produced by myself, Stacy Pearsall, Rebecca Courtney, Dehan Courtney, Tim Gunther, Will Beatty, and Doctor of Veterinary Medicine, Doctor Hernando Plata. You know, PSSM is a hot-button topic in the horse community lately, and given the prominence of the condition within draft breeds, and that includes European Brabants, we thought it was worth investigating the implications of PSSM on our Brabants, while also outlining the European Brabant Registry of America's views on the topic. Unlike other draft horse registries, we do require PSSM testing for all of our breeding stallions, and we do encourage other owners to test their horses, mares and geldings. That way, they know how best to um, make informed decisions regarding health, exercise, diet, and breeding. That said, as a registry, we do not prohibit the breeding of European Brabants who carry the gene, and we hope that this article clarifies our reasonings and our stance on the matter. It's important to consider that most medical journals and literature available right now is um, really skewed toward light horses and the effect of PSSM on them rather than draft breeds. So given that we are a draft horse registry, we actually looked a lot more into the research based on draft horse specific information and condensed it down, uh, hopefully into a very succinct overview for this podcast. I'm going to start here with a quote from Dr. Stephanie Valberg. She says, PSSM is estimated to have emerged as far back as 1600 years ago, when the great horse was being developed from European draft to light horse breeds to carry knights with heavy armor into battle. There is a 90% prevalence of PSSM in trek parts and 40% of tested Belgian trek parts being homozygous for the trait. Many with PSSM are asymptomatic. And according to Dr. Susan A. Mendy, An initial examination of pedigrees from registered American Belgians with PSSM suggests that most of these American Belgians, at least in North America, trace back to a small number of foundation lines in mainland Europe. It's not surprising given the relatively few purebred Brabant draft horses there are left for breeding following the Great Depression and the Industrial Revolution. If you want to know more about the impacts of the Brabant population in Europe, pre-World War I, post-World War I, and of course the Industrial Revolution, listen to episode one. It's called A Great Horse, The History of the European Brabant, and it's filled with information about the current population of Brabants worldwide. Okay, back on topic. If the data regarding the incidence of PSSM in draft-related breeds are even close to accurate, it's believed that it's 45 to 86%. Now, not everybody gets DNA testing to test for PSSM, so that number is basically an estimation. But again, that's 45 to 86% of all draft breeds have PSSM. It would appear that trying to breed away from this trait in these draft breeds would be extremely difficult. And in fact, Dr. Mendy and many other vets suggest that uh, breeding away from PSSM may not be ideal for many reasons. First and foremost, Um, Those who can deal with the condition are far superior in temperament, confirmation, and more importantly, performance. That's why they evolved to be that way. In fact, Doctor of Veterinary Medicine and European Brabant owner and breeder, Hernando Plata Madrid says, quote, this trait is what allowed the draft horse to survive long hours in the field and working on poor feed. Okay, so maybe I'm getting ahead of myself because I have not talked about what PSSM is exactly. So let me start by defining it. 
It's the excessive abnormal storage of sugar in the muscle cells. There are two types of PSSM, type 1 and type 2. PSSM 1 is the form of PSSM caused by a genetic mutation, and PSSM 2 represents one or more forms of muscle disease found in biopsied tissue that are characterized by abnormal staining for the muscle glycosogen under a microscope exam, and that's according to Michigan State University. Polysaccharide storage myopathy is abnormal accumulation of the normal form of sugar stored in the muscle, as well as an abnormal form of sugar in the muscle tissue. By definition, horses with PSSM1 have a distinctive genetic mutation in the gene. PSSM affects virtually every draft horse breed, including the Belgian, Percheron, Clydesdale, Shire, Halflinger, Norwegian Fjord, Irish Draft, Frisian, Gypsy Vanner, Draft Crosses, and even Draft Mules. As previously stated, approximately two-thirds of all draft horses show evidence of PSSM, so it's likely been around for hundreds of years, and according to Dr. Beth Valentine, since all draft horses are insulin-sensitive, draft horse owners should already have adapted their feed and exercise regimes, which is what is needed to manage horses with PSSM anyway. So in many ways, they are ahead of the game when it comes to caring for horses who are diagnosed or even undiagnosed for PSSM. In some breeds, horses with the genetic mutation are asymptomatic, i.e. most draft breeds. This may relate to the differences in diet, exercise, and impact of different genotypes in different breeds. For instance, carbohydrates that are high in starch, such as sweet feeds, corn, wheat, oats, barley, and molasses, appear to exacerbate PSSM1. The majority of draft horse owners, including Bourbon owners, don't feed their horses starchy foods. Instead, they seek feeds that provide extra calories in the form of fat. Again, for hundreds of years, draft horse owners have developed food and exercise regimes to best suit their draft horse's slow metabolism functions. Just as a little side note from Dr. Eleanor Kellen, doctor of veterinary medicine, she says, Tying up muscle spasms and elevated muscle enzymes are most common in quarter horses and other light breeds. Draft horses, warm bloods, and other draft crosses may show only muscle tenderness or reluctance to engage the hindquarters. So it's important to know uh, part of the management of PSSM1 horses is daily exercise. This enhances glucose utilization. It improves energy metabolism in skeletal muscles. And if only the diet is changed, they have found that approximately 50% of the horses have improved. But if both diet and exercise are altered, 90% of the horses have had no or too few symptoms of tying up. Another side note here from Dr. Beth Valentine. She says, tying up is a symptom rather than a specific disorder. There are two categories with tying up, horses that have had sporadic or isolated episodes and those who've had repeated episodes. Isolated episodes are more likely to be due to management and dietary factors Common causes include electrolyte imbalances to plain overworking of a horse to heat stroke. So not all cases of tying up are caused by PSSM1. It's important to note that. And if a horse is negative but are showing signs of tying up or muscle pain, it's possible that the horse has had another muscle disorder, which must be diagnosed by a mus muscle biopsy. By now, you're probably asking yourself if your horse has this condition. Well, great question. The European Vermont Registry of America offers PSSM testing through UC Davis and encourages all owners and breeders to test their Vermonts. If you are not a Vermont owner or not a member of the EBRA, you can go directly to UC Davis's webpage and have a PSSM test ordered through that, and you can send 
pair with the roots to them and they will test it just like any other DNA testing. There is a caveat when it comes to DNA, DNA testing. While the PSSM test exists, a negative result can occur in horses with a somewhat more mild form and therefore a negative test does not entirely rule it out in a horse. Also, a horse that may be one gene carrier, aka heterozygous, and even a double positive, a homozygous carrier, may result in uh, a horse that's asymptomatic. Therefore, your horse has no symptoms. It does not show any characteristics of PSSM1 side effects. So knowing the genetic makeup of your horse can be very useful when planning breeding and management, but it does not say whether your horse will actually be affected by it. And this is according to Dr. Beth Valentine. So the ultimate question is to breed or not to breed. So Dr. Susan Mende says the owners of horses with PSSM should seriously consider whether homozygous horses should be used in breeding. Um, but she also goes on to say that, quote, given the high incidence of PSSM within certain breeds and the apparent performance capabilities of these horses, it may not be feasible or even appropriate to try and breed away from this condition, end quote. Speaking of breeding, the mission of the European Bourbon Registry of America is to preserve and maintain European Bourbons. And given the critically low numbers of these horses globally, at this time, the EBRA is presented with a unique set of challenges. But we believe that we have established a thoughtful program to both grow purebred numbers while maintaining and improving overall health of the breed. We have the Breed Up program to help increase our purebred herds in America, and this also widens the gene pool. Uh, the stallion listings that the EBRA offers online allows members to view genetic testing. Uh, they can engage with the stallion owners and talk to them about their health reports and match their mares accordingly. Uh, and then we use a grassroots system called Testimating, and this allows you to also look at the optimal genetic pairings of stallions and mares. Uh, we know these challenges are real, but with the aforementioned programs, we hope that that makes breeding choices a lot easier. And no matter what, the EBRA encourages everyone to test their horses for PSSM and to avoid breeding homozygous horses with other PSSM carriers when possible. For example, a mare who is P1P1, that's homozygous PSSM, should ideally be bred to a stallion who is a double negative. The resulting offspring would be a pairing of a horse that is that is a heterozygous P1 carrier. Ideally, that offspring should then be bred to another double negative. Alternatively, a horse who is heterozygous, that's one gene carrier, could be bred to another horse that's a one gene carrier, resulting in a 50% chance of an NP1. There's also a 25% chance of a double negative but that also means there's a 25% chance of a double positive. That's according to Dr. Stephanie Valberg. Now, back to Dr. Beth Valentine. She does not advise trying to breed away from this trait at all. She believes that working horses may actually benefit from it, and that may be why it is common, or even so common, in so many breeds. The key to managing these horses is the feed and the right diet and to provide enough exercise. To that end, let's talk about how best to maintain our Brabants and draft horses. Successful PSSM diets can include either grass or alfalfa hay. Many higher fat and fiber feeds are being developed for horses right now. But to date, our, 
all still require some additional vegetable oil and even additional 100% fat sources to achieve the proper ratio of calories. For many horses, the addition of about 480 milliliters of vegetable-based oil to a forage-based feed has proven to be the most economical, feasible, and effective type of diet. Regular exercise, even if it is just a turnout, is also important. Don't stall your horses. It takes about four months for a full-fat adaptation in horses. That's according to Dr. Mendy. And she goes on to say, The ability to control signs of muscle dysfunction with diet change and exercise suggests that PSSM may best be considered a problem with a genetic component that can often be controlled effectively with proper management. All right, let me summarize here. The EBRA believes that it's important to understand PSSM and how it impacts the European Brabant specifically. We require PSSM tests on all breeding stallions and require stallion owners to release those results to mare owners upon request. We believe it's honesty and openness about PSSM is the best policy. After all, it's here. It's been here, and we provide a number of great medical journals which guide owners toward best feeding and exercise practices. These can be found at our members portal if you're interested. We also encourage owners to engage each other there on the forum about the topic. In the end, this breed has thrived for hundreds of years, and we believe it will continue to do so. And to that end, we will leave it up to the horse owner whether to breed or not to breed. The EBRA would like to invite you to Dr. Beth Valentine's discussion on PSSM and EPSM. You can register on our events page at europeanbrabant.com. Her event will be November 18th at 1 p.m. EST. Again, that's with Dr. Beth Valentine. So I hope you'll join us, ask some questions, and learn more about PSSM and draft horses. This has been a European Brabant Registry of America production. We hope that you will like and subscribe on our Facebook and Instagram page. See you next time.